What's up everybody, Damien here. Welcome to the 10th episode of Damien's Perspective where we keep everything positive uh, and try to leave all that negative crap out the door. Uh, what's today's episode gonna be about? It's gonna be about conquering 2020. But first, if, if, if it's your first time here, if I can talk, if it is your first time listening to this podcast, I am glad that you found me. I hope that you'll stick around uh, for future episodes, including uh, you know this one. Uh, if you're a returning listener, Thank you for being an original OG and showing the support. I love it. I do this for you guys. I also do it for me because it's fun. Um, but thank you guys for sticking around and returning and sharing if you've been doing that and giving me ratings if you've been doing that. <clears throat> I did see that I have listeners from Egypt and Cambodia, which is the coolest thing I think I've seen since I started this, to have to be able to get into people's ears that far away and I'm over here in in Hawaii but I started uh, in California and then in Florida to have listeners that far away is quite awesome it just lets me know that the people that are listening are sharing um, and that makes me super happy because I want to bring value to as many people as I possibly can and this platform allows me to do that with your guys's help so if you can throw up a rating in iTunes uh, and anywhere that you can throw up a rating and a review that would be fantastic and if you could share so we can go far past Egypt and Cambodia and try to get into any and all countries around the world that would be fantastic at least any place that allows them to listen to this on whatever platform they're using so if you guys could do that that would be great all right so conquering 2020 leave 2019 behind I'm going to repeat that part because it's probably one of the most important things I'm going to say in this entire episode. Leave 2019 behind. Leave it in 2019. There are only a very few things that you can bring in from the previous year, and we'll get to that. But if 2020 is going to be your year, you know everybody likes to say that at the beginning of the year when they start making New Year's resolutions, which is another horrible thing that I... I that I hate to hear all over the place is people setting New Year's resolutions, and I'll get to that as to why. But when people start saying things like 2020 is going to be my year, 2020 is going to be our year, it's not going to be like 2019. Well, if you're acting and talking and, and your mindset is the same as what 2019 was, guess what? You're going to repeat 2019 and 2020, and we're trying to avoid that. And so one of the best ways to leave 2019 behind is to do just that. 2019 needs to stay exactly where it is in the past. You can keep and evolve the good things that happened in 2019. Like if you created a good habit, if you got some knowledge and you can apply it in the 2020 and make it work a little differently than it did in 2019. If you want to evolve and grow those good things that you learned from last year, then those can come into 2020. But what you don't want to do is dwell on the mistakes. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm at the same job and I, and 2020 is going to be my year, yet I'm not going to leave this job. And so you have to take the lessons, take the failures, take the mistakes, learn from those things, but don't dwell on them because the minute you dwell on them, you bring all that negative garbage into 2020 and guess what starts to look exactly like 2019? That's right, 2020. That's not what we're trying to do here. When you're trying to turn over a new leaf, when you're trying to make your sorry resolutions, when you're when you're trying to not make this year as bad as last year was or as mediocre as last year, if the point this year period is to grow, you got to leave anything that didn't get you there in 2019. Remember it, take an audit of it, take a note, 
don't spend that much time on it. It's all about moving forward. You can't do that if you're looking back. And so respect the lessons. You don't want to. You don't want to ignore the fact that you went through some problems. You want to. You don't want to sweep it under the rug because when you do that, you're trying to act like you didn't learn anything from it, and that is a mistake that will follow you everywhere. No, nothing that you do in any new year, 2020, 2021, 2022, none of it is going to prosper if you don't respect the lessons that you went through, learn from those lessons, but then part ways with that problem, part ways with the negativity. Learn the lesson. Keep it in your mind as, as a tool in your tool belt and everything else part ways with it from the previous year and move forward. You can't spend time on stuff like that, on, that, on the negativity and, and dwelling on mistakes. Don't dwell, period. Accept the fact that certain things didn't work out. Don't bring that negative shit in the 2020 and learn from it and make sure that mistake doesn't happen again. So you're going to make plenty of mistakes. You're going to have plenty of failures. Thing you want to do is not do the same failure the same way more than once learn you're gonna make new mistakes and that's a good thing you're learning you're growing that's the point now why do I think resolutions are a problem I think resolutions are a problem because they're usually there people think that making a New Year's resolution is an answer to like a, a greater issue right and all they're doing really is kind of treating a system. It's usually a surface problem that they're trying to take care of. So, for example, uh, somebody's going to come along and say, you know what, for 2020, I want to be more positive. I want to have a positive mindset. Now, that uh, right up front, that sounds really good, right? Because that's this whole podcast is about being positive and having a positive and productive mindset, right? But when you're saying something like, I just, I want to be more positive. Well, the reason why you're saying you want to be more, pro- be more positive, positive, I, I honestly can't talk today. I'm going to try that again. That's a rewind. Somebody says they want to be more positive, but being more positive means that something negative was previously preventing you to be positive, right? And so if you're trying to be more positive, that means something was originally holding you back from being as however positive you're trying to get to. But the New Year's resolution isn't to find that problem, right? Nobody makes a New Year's resolution. I want to get to the core of my issues so that I can then do this, right? Nobody makes makes a resolution like that. Another uh, another example. Or let me just stick on that for a second. And so you want to find out what was the negative thing or what was the fear or what was the, the, the judgment you were thinking that you were going to get? What was it that was making you what you feel is not positive enough? You need to address that issue head on. And then you can start being more positive because you've taken care of the core issue. You didn't go over to a symptom. You went to the actual issue, and then that was that. <clears throat> uh, another example. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to be more healthy. Well, you have to learn what that really means right it's a complete mindset shift first and then it's a lifestyle change second that's what being more healthy is it's going to the gym it's eating healthy it's sleeping well it's drinking more water it's having better relationships it's having better friendships surrounding yourself with better people so that there's better energy so that you can manifest that energy into these things of that you know consist of being more healthy and so how do you do that when it comes to the gym? All right. A lot of people are like, I'm going to be more healthy. You get a spike in gym memberships. People work out for like a month. Um, 
if they're super de dedicated, and then two weeks is what the most of it is, and then they fall off and months go by, and they may trickle in every once in a while, and then they're paying for a membership and they don't go. And so why is that? I'll tell you why. It's because they don't understand what being healthy really, really means, and they try to dive all in, and there's so much information in fitness alone. Don't even get me started on nutrition. There's so much information out there. A lot of it contradicts a lot of it. A lot of it is right. A lot of it is not right. And so, and it's also different per person. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's mind is different. And so you have to learn what that really means. And so you have to take little baby steps. So first things first, maybe don't go get a gym membership. Maybe challenge yourself to do X amount of push-ups, X amount of body squats per day, and that's it. And then you understand that you have to build a discipline because even doing something as simple as that, especially for somebody who's never dove into fitness like on a real level or even an average level, don't really, they, they truly underestimate what it takes to stay disciplined to, to be fit, to reach fitness and to maintain fitness also. It's a lot harder to get started, a lot easier to maintain, but it really has to be developed into a mindset of discipline and a lifestyle change. And a lot of people don't understand what that means. So when you're making New Year's resolutions, which, anyways, I'm just going to continue. When you when you make New Year's resolutions, you, they have to be understood. You have to understand what lies beneath those things and, and what coincides with what you're saying that you're going to do. Because it's not just when you say, I want to be healthy, you don't just start eating salads and think that that's what it takes. It's just not the case. There's a lot more that goes into everything, and you have to plan to dive into those things on a real level take them seriously so you can commit and so most resolutions i feel and this is why i don't really like them very much but most resolutions are put in place to fill whatever is you feel is lacking in your life but people make resolutions to just treat symptoms they don't figure out core issues they just treat symptoms what you have to do is Find a way to start no matter what. That part is important. So when you make a resolution, don't not do it because you don't have all the information. I know that's what it sounds like I'm saying. But you want to start no matter what. Find a way to just get started on whatever resolution or goal that you set. Get started and then make a plan to continue. So I'll go back to the gym analogy. If you've never done gym ever and you've got some weight on you and you want to get it off, here's what you do. You go to the gym and you say, all right, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know who I can talk to. Google, by the way, is a recommendation. Um, you go into the gym and I'm like, and you just say, oh, "Okay, so I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna do some bicep curls. And I'm gonna do some triceps extensions, and I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna leave." That's actually an incredible start, but that doesn't mean that the next day, because you felt overwhelmed, that you don't go, or that you go and you do the exact same thing. What you do now is you got started which is the most important part, you got started. So now when you go home after that gym session, you start looking up, I, so I did arms yesterday, how do I do leg workouts? You get that information. You find the two most simple ones that you feel that you can do, and then you go back to the gym the next day, or uh, the day after a rest day, right? If you don't wanna like go super hardcore into it right away, because sometimes that can be discouraging is to go too much, and so, you leave that session, you take a day off, and then you go back the next day because you took that rest day to plan day number two. And then you go back day number two, you, f you start to find out that you're more productive because you went and figured some things out. Then you do a rest day, and then you come back on your third workout day. Now you've got even more information. So you're doing this plan, 
you're creating a plan that allows you to continue. You did the most important part. You figured out your core issue. I don't do anything at home and I want to get fit, but I don't go and this is why. Maybe it's, a, you know, I'm, I'm self-conscious about what people will say at the gym, blah, blah, blah. You get past that because the good thing about going to the gym is everybody's there for the same reason. We all want to get better and that's why I love the gym. And I don't want to go on a rant on that, but maybe one day I will. But for the sake now, if you're going to set a resolution, make sure it's, it's, it's treating the core issue and it's not treating the symptoms. Otherwise, most likely you're not going to stick to it. So if you're going to make a resolution, there should always, each resolution should be made to build you and make you better. There should always be a value that comes out of it. Don't just say, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution because, I don't know, everybody in the world is and I need to hop on the bandwagon. If you're going to make a resolution and it's going to be, I'll call it symptomatic, at least get some value out of it. If you're not going to treat a core issue, which I, which I don't recommend, I always feel like if you're going to make any type of goal, you need to deal with the core issue of why that's a goal. You made that goal because you're lacking the benefits of that goal somewhere in your life. And so you got to make sure when you're setting something that there's a positive that comes out of it, not just reaching it. That's not good enough. It helps you stay disciplined and achieve things. That's great. But without treating core issues and having bigger pictures in mind, it's going to be a little difficult to do that year round. And so they should always build you up. They should always make you better. One thing I hate is when people make New Year's resolutions or they set yearly goals and it's about getting material things like I want to work so hard this year so I can drive a Beamer. And right now they're driving a Honda and that's not good enough for them. And we can get on perspective and being grateful on a different <laughs> episode because I can go all day about that. But let's just stick on it for a second. And they're like, I want to work hard this year because I want a, I want a shiny Beamer. Now everybody's got their image of what success means to them and what makes them feel like they've done great and that they've achieved new things that they otherwise wouldn't have. Sometimes a material is the set goal and if that's you, look, to each his own. But for me, I think about long term. I feel like when people have materials as resolutions, that's a short term picture. That's not a long term thing that they're doing. They're not thinking very macro and so 10 years from now they're going to get that Beamer and they're going to be crying in it because they're not going to be happy. Like I got this Beamer and it hasn't done it. It doesn't mean anything to me now that I have it, right? Six months later that that little, that high they get from getting a Beamer dies off. Unless you're like a hardcore Beamer fan. I mean, those people exist. I follow a couple of them on Instagram, but it doesn't bring you happiness. And that's a problem. I, f I feel like when people have resolutions to, to reach things that are, that are materials, I think that's stupid because there's no bigger picture that's tied to them. Now, like I said, to each his own, what makes you happy is what makes you happy. It's different for all of us, but for me personally, I'll go off of me. Um, I couldn't make a resolution on, I couldn't, I don't like resolutions anyways, but I couldn't make a resolution or have a goal that just gets me an item, especially if that item is not an asset. If it's not going to make me any money or if it's not going to bring me any, any mental or heartfelt, meaningful experience, then I've got no interest in setting that as a goal to hit or anything like that. So like a house, most people would say a house is a material. I think a house is an asset because I want to rent homes. And so I eventually want to have that as one of my sources of income is to have rental properties. And so I will always see a house as, as a rental income. Now in terms of the house that I'm living in, okay, if I'm building on the house, 
it may seem like a material to you, but if I'm building on their house, then when I sell it, it's going to bring me a lot of money, right? And so that's a good thing because then I can contribute to the things that I care about, the causes, my family. Um, if I've got other businesses, I can fund other businesses. For me, having a house, whether I live in it or not, is an asset. And so I tie goals to things like that. For me, my resolution is not a yearly resolution. It's a long-term lifetime resolution. What's going to get me forward for the rest of my life? What's going to take care of me? What's going to take care of my family? What's going to allow me to contribute to the things that I truly care about, whether it be charities or causes or nonprofits and this, that, and the other? So what's going to help me grow? What's going to give me a business? What's going to help me teach and duplicate this to other people who want to have, you know, ideas of, of lives that are successful in that sense and not have a bunch of shiny toys and stuff like that. That's what my resolutions are, or to have things that allow me to do that. For example, this podcast. My resolution for this podcast is to do it as, as long as I've got positive things to give. That's what I want to do. And the reason that I have that is to take care of something that lies deeper within me is that I want to be a motivational speaker and I want to help people that maybe had a bad upbringing kind of like mine was um, there was a lot that was lacking in my life and i think if i would have just had a just a few words of knowledge and just a little bit more direction um my outcome would have been much different and i'm not upset for the way that i grew up because it taught me a lot of things but if i could maybe take that pain away for some other people and still give them value and not have to go through something like that to have it then I'm hitting my resolutions because that's what I want. My, my resolution is long-term. I want to change the world. And so I'm going to try and do that Expect through this, through my YouTube channel, through businesses that I'm going to open, like when I start flipping houses, teach other people how to flip houses, do the Burr Method, and I want to own a gym. And then I can, I can share all of those positive things inside the gym um, because the gym is like a temple for a lot of people, including myself. And since I understand that concept, then that's what I want to do. So my resolutions are always going to not just bring value to me, but bring value to everybody around me, which is what's valuable to me. And so I make my resolutions based on things like that. And they're never just yearly resolutions. I don't give myself a year for nothing. I My resolutions are as soon as possible and as patient as possible. And so obviously I don't want to take forever to get everything, but I am patient with any process. And so if I have to wait because of this, that, and the other, then I will. But I will always work on it full steam ahead um, and I don't dwell on mistakes I'm very decisive I don't I don't waste any time uh, I gather information as much as possible and then I make choices and that's what I do and I either live by those choices I die by those choices but either way I learn and I move on and for me making resolutions with that frame of mind is a hell of a lot better than making resolutions like I want to get a Gucci purse or I want to drive a Beamer and things like that. If I want to take trips, I want to take trips not because I want to make people envious of me on Instagram. Obviously, I'm going to share because there's people who want to see those things and it's entertainment in my eyes and maybe it's a place they never thought that they would visit and then I post it and they're like, oh my God, now I have a goal to get there and then they start working hard and they go there and it's all because of something that I shared. I think of it like that, but you know, um, it's always resolutions, and I want to share those things with people, and, and, and I'm hoping that other people will you know, hop on board and do things like that. There's always got to be a bigger picture tied to these things, and, and it has to have meaning, and it's got to make you more valuable, not just at work. And that's the thing a lot of people, I guess they skip out on that part. 
they think anytime they want to become more valuable or they want to earn more skills and develop more skills and stuff that it's only to be good at work for me it's not just at work work is obvious because you want to pay your bills and how do you do that you go to work whether it's your own business or working for the man whatever it is and so that's completely obvious and that should be at all times every year that resolution should never change that's till the day you die is to have sources of income that give you freedom to do things but also you know um, having bigger meaning and getting more skills and becoming more valuable also makes sense at home and in your relationships and in your friendships you want to be good to the people around you be more valuable to the people around you be more accountable to the people around you if you're going to be there for somebody be there for them if you give someone your word keep your word uh, no matter what make sacrifices sometimes sacrifices aren't fair to you and that's why they're called sacrifices but it's all for you know the bigger picture and it brings value to you and it brings value to the people who are watching and the people that you gave your word to and let me tell you something as a side note people are always watching what you're doing people are always watching what you're doing and that's you know beyond closed doors and behind closed doors and so becoming more valuable in all of these areas work home relationships friendships all of them bring you closer to whatever that bigger picture is whatever those bigger meanings and experiences are and setting resolutions that put those mindsets and motives and perspectives in place and then having the discipline to keep your commitment to those commitments that's what it's all about that's how you survive this year and the next year and the following year and that's how you grow this year the next year and the following year it's about having unique perspectives and positive perspectives and not dwelling on anything from the past and making resolutions and setting goals that are going to not just benefit you because I mean that's the first reason everybody sets a goal is because they want the benefit of the goal of reaching the goal they want that benefit of the goal and so it's not just setting the goal, but it's got to bring you something that can be valuable enough to move forward into things that you're doing next. You always want the next step to lead to the next step and then the next step and the next step. It needs to be an ongoing thing. So when you're setting goals and plans, just think of that. When I set these goals, all right, so when I reach these goals, where do those goals get me next? Is there a next step to that? Is there another tier? Is there more to climb, more to learn, more to grow, more to see, more to do, things like that. And so I feel like making resolutions is for high school students. I want to get the new... I remember when I was in high school, everybody's New Year's resolution in the beginning was to get a Blackberry. Material, go figure. And then everybody's New Year's resolution was to get the Razer flip phone. Go figure. And then everybody's resolution was to get the dang sidekick phone. And then it was the DS. And then it was the Xbox. And then it was the Xbox 360. And then it was PlayStation 2, 3, 4, 5, 11. Because there's a thousand of them. But material things. Setting New year resolutions, in my opinion, for high school, high school people. Setting goals is for the real world. Setting goals. Setting accomplishments. Setting disciplines. Setting commitments. That's for the real world. That's adulting. That's my opinion. So you want to survive 2020? Don't make New Year's resolutions. Set goals. Set commitments. Set disciplines. Find out what can make you valuable in all of the years to come, not just in 2020. Thank you guys so much for listening.
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, awesome. If you're listening on Anchor, that's awesome. If you're listening on Anchor, however, there's a little part in the app where you can leave me a voice message. If you would like to leave me a voice message, either telling me some things you want to talk about, maybe you have a perspective, maybe you have a New Year's resolution, maybe you have a goal or a commitment um, to set, um, or if you just want to tell me that I'm doing a great job or a terrible job, whatever you want to do, go ahead and leave me a voice message. I love to get them. Uh, For all of you that are listening and ask me when the next podcast is, they are once a week. I'm going to try my best to keep up on that. Um, And thank you for for chiming in and let me know that you're listening. Cambodia, Egypt, I got much love for y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Anybody who wants to share this, please, 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 please do. If you get any value of it, at any value out of it at all, um, I would love for you to share it with with anybody that you can. Uh, post on your page or or anything. Go leave a Google or, or not a Google review. Well, you could, I guess, if there's a way to do that. But iTunes review and rating, if you could do that. I want to get to as many ears as humanly possible anywhere and anywhere, anywhere and everywhere this can be posted. My ability to talk sometimes just falls right out my brain. Um, But thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow me on Instagram, at DamienSweet1. And that's the number one. Don't spell it out. At DamienSweet1. Thank you guys again for listening. And until next time, keep living, keep loving. Peace.